the Toronto Maple Leafs battle the Philadelphia Flyers on a special next-gen day. And as of the recording of this podcast, I am going to be giving you the daily dose of post-game reaction highlights. My thoughts on this game, the game pucks of the game, the shake of the game, the three stars, and so much more. It's the Maple Leafs. It's the Flyers. It is the... It is also... We are also going to have a video of my meeting with Thomas where we did the post-game show for the Penguins and the Hurricanes. And it's all coming your way right now as we bring you double the post game presented with On the Ice and Behind the Benches featured on this episode of Sports for Beginners, the podcast. And a little later on, I will be teasing about a new podcast that I'm going to be hosting on a two weeks or on a two days a week basis. Enjoy the music to bring us in. Welcome to the Welcome to the Flyers and the Pit and the Toronto May Welcome to the Pittsburgh Penguins. Carolina Hurricane on the ice and behind the benches presentation post game show, as well as we are welcoming you on this show to the Maple Leafs and the Mid and the Philadelphia Flyers post game show. Your host Scott McGregor will have highlights in the opening segment. After this quick break, as well as we will also have contact from. During the period, from maybe game stats or maybe post game reactions from players and coaches, we will review the stake of the game, the three stars of the game, and two, and the one and only, you will give me the what the hell for making some pucks of the game. And then we'll bring you in to the RBA from behind the benches. Special presentation on sports for beginners podcast. Now, let's take a quick break after the music to get it all start to get it all set up. Scott has you covered for the opening segment in just a moment.
welcome to the Sports for Beginners podcast, where we discuss everything and anything in the world of sports media. This is the post-game show with your host, Scott McGregor, in the studio. Remember, fans, whenever or before they drop the puck, before they throw first pitch, before we tip off, and before, or before they kick off, we bring to you the post the pre-game show and then the post-game show follows right afterwards now let's get to your host scott mcgregor in the sports for beginners studio Are you looking for excellent sports content from media and fan perspectives alike? Check out All Over the Map with me, Ali Musa, where we discuss anything and everything in the world of sports media and beyond. We will even feature non-sports broadcasters. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. To learn more, please visit HTTP colon slash slash alitechgroup.wordpress.com Thank you. 
Let's get you back. show for the bit for the Pittsburgh Penguins and the Carolina Hurricanes that show is coming your way uh in a little bit that show will come your way in a little bit on our podcast that is going to be made by our one and only Thomas McGregor he was the one that I joined for highlights of the Pittsburgh Penguins and the Carolina Hurricanes, as well as what we are going to be hearing, including the head coaches of Carolina and Pittsburgh. But for this show, we're going to kick things off here with the opening segment, kicking us off with a couple of media presses. We are going to do our three stars of the game. We are going to do the look ahead later in the show before we get to that special episode or special part of the episode where we're going to show you Thomas and my conversation with the Penguins and the Philadelphia with the Penguins and the and the Carolina Hurricanes. Game pucks of the game is coming up in the final segment of this show as well as the look ahead. And you know what? Let's kick let's kick things off with let's kick things off with our with highlights from the show. And we are gonna do it in two parts of the opening segment. So kicking us off as well as a little bit of highlights or as well as a little bit of the first period, we're gonna hear from head coaches John Tortorella of the John Tortorella of the Philadelphia Flyers and Nick and Sheldon Keefe. We're going to hear from Sheldon Keefe. We're going to hear from these men when we get going. But before we hear from these men, let's give you the first period highlights of the next gen game between the Philadelphia Flyers and the Toronto Maple Leafs. Peets is out there along with Travis Konechny and Joel Farabee who opened the scoring when these two teams met. On November 2nd, it was a 5-2 Leaf win. And here is Michael Bunting, fresh off his 100th NHL point, putting it on Carter Hart. Uh, Chris. In the lead short-handed and ran away. A short-handed chance. And it is Marner. Stop. Rebound. And it got past the follow-up from Mark Giordano, who has the short-handed goal. Slammed on the brakes, and the rebound was there for a second for the taking. I wonder if he was caught up with that pass-back play that we've seen him make more than a few times. Now a chance here, and it's passed off. Kevin Hayes, D'Angelo scores! It's a power play goal for Philadelphia. They strike first. Nothing to do with it. Kept the stick down, 
Van Riemsdyk had a shot in the slot that he didn't take. Instead, passed it off to the outside. You can see for Samsonov. Look at all the bodies. Three Maple Leafs. Here's Galliarncroft over the line. Looking for Marner. It's Mitch Marner in. Hurt the stop. And he'll hold on. Yourself back on the winning track. And you were able to play another defensive gem. And, and win a tight game against a good team. Lowest shot total in almost two years for Tampa. 19. Sanheim's on it. Up top. It's D'Angelo looking back across. Great pass. And there's a shot on goal. And a test for Samsonov. As Owen Tippett gets a look. Back to the highlights in just a moment. And that actually is the first period of the highlights. We're going to get to the second period highlights in just a moment. But let's hear right now from. Let's hear right now to kick us off before we get into the game stats and then the second period highlights. We're going to hear from John Tortorella of the Philadelphia Flyers. So here he is. Here is Tortorella after the game. We're going to get to Sheldon Keefe after second period highlights and a little bit of our game stats. So here is John Tortorella. John, you have the floor. Oh, he played good. John, you had a really good first period, uh, pressured the least well, controlled the puck. Um, just the penalties in the second, that changed momentum of a negative way for you guys? Penalties and uh, just not being able to get pucks behind their team. We fed their transition. We allowed their top guys to get going on their power play. Uh, yeah, our second period was atrocious. You mentioned not being able to lift the same property. Um, does it worry you the difference in scoring opportunities with that? No, we're just going to try to get better each and every game. Do you like the resilience from the team in the, in the third being down to coming back almost tying and you've got something to build on as positive as we have? Yeah, I, I, I thought our offensive guys struggled through a lot of the game. Uh, but I thought they came alive towards the end, found a way to make it close. Uh, get on the plane, go to our next guy. looking for more trying to get back to What did you see from him in this game? He's playing better. He's playing better. Uh, I, I still think there's more. Um, yeah, I'll leave it at that. I, I, I think he's improved in some areas. He feels. I think he feels more confident with the puck. Uh, but we're gonna we're gonna have to get better. All of our offensive guys have to continue to get better. Frost up with uh, connecting Fairby kind of the end of the game out there. Was that just based around you know him doing well the, the past few games, kind of earning that and earning that opportunity? I thought it was brutal for most of the game. I was just trying to find some offense, and I didn't think we were developing enough offense. Uh, I don't think his game was uh, anywhere near it should be throughout most of the game, but towards the end, he gets involved in a few scoring chances, and uh, uh, we get an opportunity to try to win, or at least tie. Oh, it struggled to get it set up, uh, lost some battles as far as getting control of it. Five on three was a little frustrating when we don't come up with the puck. Um, yeah, but I'm not going to pick it apart right now. We're just you know, some good moments. Some of the second period is what takes us out of the game. We just lose all all momentum and allow their team uh, to feel it, especially putting their offensive guys on the power play three times. 
All right, so there is John Tortorella. There is the man, John Tortorella himself. With that, let's get down to some of the highlights here before we, or let's get down to more of the highlights. But before we do that, as I get ready to set up our next, or the players that we're going to hear from, from the, from the Philadelphia Flyers side, we're going to hear from Morgan Frost. Andrew Farabee. We're going to hear from those guys in a moment. But bef but as I'm about to set those up, let's give you the let's give you a look at the game stats. In this game, so the Philadelphia Flyers have a total of 19 shots in this game on goal. 34 for the 34 for the Maple Leafs. 34 shots on goal for the Maple Leafs. The they have 33 hits, 23 hits to the Maple Leafs. The Maple Leafs had 23 hits, the Flyers 33 hits. 22 faceoffs, one for the for the Flyers in this game, 28-1 by the Toronto Maple Leafs. The Maple Leafs connect on one of their four attempts on the power play and the Flyers connect on one of their five attempts on the power play. Both teams were assessed 12 minutes each in the penalty box. The Maple Leafs gave, a, gave the puck away 12 times. The Flyers gave it away 10 times. And 11 times the Maple Leafs took the puck away. Four times it was taken away by the Philadelphia Flyers. The Maple Leafs blocked 16 Philadelphia Flyers shots, and the Flyers blocked 13 of those shots. The referees were Kevin Polak and Kendrick Nicholson, Scott Sheary and Mark Schwinsnight, sorry if I get the name wrong, were your linesmen. 18... This train has officially reached the station in front of 18,908 fans in attendance. Scoring summary and the penalty summary is on the way in a moment. And with that, let's get you back to highlights. From the Toronto Maple Leafs and the Philadelphia Flyers hockey game. So here we go. Here are the second period highlights. Barring an ad. Let me just uh, get this ad out of the way. Barring an ad. Here are the second period highlights of the game. We're going to let the ad go by. And while we do. Since we still have an ad to go. We are going to give you the first part of the scoring summary. And that is the Tony D'Angelo fifth goal of this season for Tony D'Angelo. 14-17 was the time of the goal. Kevin Hayes, 21, 20, 21st assist of the season. James Van Riemsdyk, 
eighth assist of the season. All right, back to the highlights now. We're going to get back to that in just a moment. Let me just get over the rest of this. James Van Riemsdyk, eighth assist of the season. Four, or, and that was a power play goal. One of those five opportunities, the only goal of the five opportunities the Flyers had in the power play. We're going to get to the second period and the third period, as well as the penalty summaries. On the scoring summary in just a moment, but let's show you what went down in the second period. So here we go. Here is the second period. Dynamic looking shoes out there, and those skates are fun to look at. So the Leafs start the second period down by one, and here goes Morgan Frost. Frost into the skates of Van Riemsdyk. Can't turn. Maybe a two on one. Kerfoot's on the move. Kerfoot! By Hart, his best stop so far. Goaltender protecting. There's the speed coming down the middle. Backhand. They've been out for the full two minutes here. Penalty about to end. Big ball. Back to Martyr scores. Tipped in front. Off the stick of Yarncroke, I think. And the game is tied. You know, earlier on. It was Bunting making the tip, and it was too far. This time, it's going back the other way. Bunting put it over to the left side, and it was wide. This time, Yarncrook knows that the goaltender's moving over to his left, and the deflection back the other side goes underneath the blocker. There's the spark that you needed. Something to get this crowd on its feet. Marner with his head up the whole time. Look at he puts that. So back to the power play. 0 for 3, although they did score... Right after the expiration of the last flyer penalty, Marner fire scores! And it's another big next gen Mitch Marner day! Point game here. Watch the right pad of Carter Hart through the traffic. He almost double hits this one. It kind of bounces up and just gets up and over. Marner opens up here. Not often do you see the one-timer for him, but those couple of steps putting it to an area. And the reaction in front is... To the third period we go in just a moment, but let's hear now. And for the head coaches, we will hear every part of their... every part of their questions that we heard already for Philadelphia. And John Tortorella, we will hear Morgan Frost and Joel Faraby. We will not hear, we'll hear just a little bit of what they had to say, and then we'll get to the Leafs. But we'll hear from them after a little bit. For this time, as we do, as we get through our scoring summary, we're going to send it over to Sheldon Keefe. So, Sheldon, what did you have to say after the game? Let's Let's find out. Here is Sheldon Keefe after the game. Thoughts on the game? I thought we had a terrible first period. Um, really good second period. Loved how we started the third period, and we did a we did a, a lot of really good things in the third period. I thought, but made a couple of mistakes, ended up in our net, and made the game a lot harder than it needed to be. You feel good about where the team is at, Rick? Yes, I do. Very good. What did you think of the play that Sheldon Mitch made on the five three? Back when it was on, they saw that time. Yeah, um, it's 
next level stuff. Not many guys are are uh, processing the game in that manner in terms of times, timing, and space, and all of those things. Um, it's a little dangerous, just in the fact that the other guys on the ice probably aren't thinking the same way. Um, but uh, in that in that case, huge huge play by him, and and uh, obviously gets us through tough tough time in the period. What do you like about how the team handled the final minute ten when you took the penalty and then the goalie up the entire time? Yeah, I just I don't know. I mean, we've been in that situation. That's uh, I like that. I mean, obviously, I think we had some opportunities to just ice the game and put it in the net, and and we were unable to do that. Uh, but in terms of how we played, I thought we didn't panic through that. We've been in that situation before, and it looked like it. Just how important, like for you personally, but just for the team as well, is is a break like this, a time away from the break? Vital. Yeah, we're fortunate we get an extra day uh, as well, you know, in the early game here today. It's great. I'm still going to get to see both my kids play hockey games tonight. So this is this is this is good stuff. Um, yeah, getting the extra time. I think it's important. No matter what, I, you know, every every team in, in the league has their own things going on. The schedule is not easy, uh, so some time to breathe uh, and recover and have some fun and be with your family. Uh, I think is is terrific um, and it's needed. So you know, we'll come back out of this and we're right on the road right away uh, to St. Louis. But we won't think about that for a few days. Prognosis for St. Louis. I think the break's going to be really important for him. And once we come back, I think at that point, we should have a better sense of, ex of precisely where he's at. Um, he's, because, of, you know, he's, he's an injured player and all that. He's not going to play the first game back for sure. It's going to be a little bit of a process for him. What do you think of the way Samsonov tonight or today and Murray the other night handled not really getting a lot of shots and then... Yeah, not not easy. And I think, you know, you look at the goals, whether it's the other night, the one we gave up or tonight, you can isolate those and think, you know, maybe maybe you want some saves there and handle it differently. But it's not an easy task for a goalie to play. I was thinking about it during the game, just, you know, how we've got to really do a good job of, of preventing, like, the big chance, you know, because long breaks with no action. Uh, and then you saw it there in the third period. All of a sudden they got two that are, in pretty tight. Um, it's, a, it's a tough ask for the goaltender there. So, uh, yeah, I, I, I feel for them in that sense, yet I don't because it's, our team's playing well in front of them and, and, uh, and keeping the chances down and keeping the shots down. Uh, so, you know, uh, they're going to have to get comfortable in that. Is there anything about Ilya that you've learned that's going to be surprised you? I wouldn't say so, you know. Um, I guess I would say just, I don't know, surprise is not the right word, but just that, you know, we talked about it. Since he's come into our facility, we've been really happy with how he's just embraced everything that we've asked him to do. And uh, he stayed with it and he's been structured and, and uh, all of that. You know, these last couple of games, at least statistically, when you look at it, haven't gone the way that I know that he would like them to. So this break comes at a good time for him to, to sort of reset and come back. Um, but he's played very, very well for us and given us a chance to win every game he's played in. Willie, sorry, Willie getting to 20 goals so fast, just another thing for the opposition to, to worry about, when, you know, yep. based on what Mitch has done and other guys have done. Yeah, I mean, no secret, we've got multiple, uh, 
multiple weapons there offensively that teams have got to be be aware of. I think that uh, you know that line, Matthews, Willie, and, and Bunce were really good again here today. I, I love the way they just went out and grabbed a hold of the game in the third period. They said I, the other night against Tampa, I thought we went into the third. I know we were up two at the time, but I thought we were a little hesitant early on. Today we weren't. We talked like we just wanted to go out and play and get after them. And I couldn't have a better shift and, uh, than we did there. So big moment for them, and then and then uh, got another one as well. So, which um, I think it's on Nylander's goal, which is a terrific goal. But you go back to the shift before that. The Holmberg line is out there. They bring the puck down the rink. They grind the other team down. All three of them get off the ice, and they send out. We send out the Matthews line against tired people and uh, score what ends, ends up being the game-winning goal. So that's uh, that's something that doesn't get, go unnoticed by the coach. Stretch. You talked about McLennan the other day, obviously, but the stretch for the last month or so is this the best you've seen him? I'm sorry. Who are we talking about? Oh, Bunch. Uh, Bunch has played well. I don't know if it's the best. Like. You know, these are hard questions for me to answer because I have got high expectations because of what I've seen these guys. Sorry about that. You know, I, I mean? oh, you know, we quickly we forget that. whether it's Willie, Mitch, or Austin, John, you know, Bunce. Like, these guys have set a really high standard. They've played a lot of really good hockey. So that's a tough question for me to answer without sounding like I don't feel like they're playing well because they are. Yet those, those guys have been really good players, you know, so... Um, I think they're just doing what they're capable of. Doesn't matter. There you go. There is the, there is my, there is Mr. Keith. Still to come. We will have the full stuff. We will have the full stuff from, from Mitch Marner. Uh, we will actually, we will actually run both all of Mitch Marner and Michael Bunting's and Michael Bunting's uh, post game reaction. We will have, and then we will move over to the Philadelphia Flyers, where we'll he hear from Morgan Frost and Joel Therby. Each of which we will hear a just a just a smidge of those. But when we hear from Elias Samsonov and William Nylander in our in part two of our middle segment, we will be hearing the shake of the game. And speaking of the shake of the game, coming up in part two of our opening segment of this show, we are going to be giving you the three stars of the game, as well as the top performer of the game. And more high, and more, but, but but before we take our quick timeout, let's run let's run through the remainder of the third period. So here we go. Here is the third period of the game. Highlights. Pushback pressure has great stick. I think that's been a big part of it, especially his penalty killing prowess as well. As it's centered by Matthews, it comes back to Matthews. Looking for his first point of the day. Matthews trying to get away from Rusalainen. Able to work it. 
Now back to the line. Kept alive and one back in where Matthews tips that to Nylander. Back in front. Bunting scores. Open chains. Matthews the assist on a 3-1 leap goal. Clock, you get the late goal to give yourself a little bit of breathing room. And how about this first shift? It just gets the Flyers chasing side to side. You have to respect Matthews might be shooting. And for Carter Hart, as this one comes across to Matthews, he's all in. He slides right across, and then look, he's off balance, can't come back. And for Michael Bunting, hey, talk about a player finding his own rhythm, too. That's now points in 12 of 13 for Bunting. And now Hall. Kept in at the line. Flyers maintain possession. Chance here. And a big stop by Samsonov. Swung in front by Patrick Brown. Or excuse me, Farabee shooting, and that hits a leg and goes wide. In rare times where puck management's been a problem, but here's a turnover that little flip pass by Nylander that gets picked off, and not much of an afternoon for Samsonov, but there's maybe his biggest. Around to the far side, Konechny. Van Riemsdyk also out there with Frost up front. D'Angelo across. Hayes off the post. That was a double post, and they do wave it off. Here's the shot right off the right post. Down. Oh, man. Couldn't be any closer right along the line from post to post. Here come the Flyers back in. Got a quick little ad to get to. So while we... Something just make you feel more alive than others. Like the rush of adrenaline from an SUV that roars from 0 to 60 in 3.8 seconds. Jaguar delivers that through. While we let the ads run through, sorry that you keep hearing them. Let's hear... Let's take a break. And we'll come back to the third period. Of highlights. It is the Maple Leafs. And Flyers post game show with your host Scott McGregor, myself. Coming up, three star coming up in our coming up in part two of our segment of the opening segment. We are going to wrap up. Oh, we're back. We're going to get back to those highlights when we continue on this podcast. But we are going to take a break. And come back to finish up the third period highlights. Hear from the players. Give you the three stars. The shake of the game. And close out our part. And close out part one of our middle segment with the. Top performers of the game. Top performers of the game is what we are going to close out with. And we are going to bring to you, the listeners, the stars of the game. They are now what we call our player of the game. So taking us out there, because it is the holiday season, we are going to give you some 
holiday music. So here is Chuck Berry, Ron Ron Rudolph. Enjoy. As we get, as we close out our opening segment, and I'm going to share my screen here to get you ready. But as we're closing out this show, first part of the opening segment, we are getting taken out by Chuck Berry, Ron Ron Rudolph. Here he is. Out of all the reindeers, you know you're the mastermind. Run, run, Rudolph. Randolph ain't too far behind. Coming up on Maple Leafs and Flyers post-game show. Scott gives you the three stars of the game. We finish the highlight of the, our opening segment, Flyers and Maple Leafs. We hear from the players on Toronto's side and Philly's side. We get you the stars of the game, the players of the game, the top performer of the game, and we wrap up with our shake of the game before we put it into a pretty little bow and get you set for Penguins and Hurricane crossover post game with On the Ice and Behind the Benches. By going through the look ahead for the Toronto Maple Leafs and the Philadelphia Flyers. So stick around. Because there's still a lot left to go through. We're back right after this quick work. fans with the hockey season now officially underway it's about time for all of that hockey content to return to its rightful place and that's why this is our podcast specifically designed for hockey fans like you 
So whether you're driving to work and need some help getting ready for your team before they drop the puck, or driving to the school to learn something new in life, makes On the Ice and Behind the Benches a part of your daily routine on Tuesdays and join me as your host on the podcast as we dive deeper into all hockey conversations with experts who know the game, former hockey players, coaches, and of course, everyone's first enemy, the referees. So get ready for exclusive, fantastic, entertaining, fun hockey content on this podcast and join me, your host, Thomas McGregor, but co-host of the Sports for Beginners podcast as we take this journey together on everything and anything in the hockey world. On the Ice and Behind the Benches is the neighboring podcast to a Sports for Beginners podcast that airs episodes every Thursdays, but for us, we air episodes every Tuesdays. And for more information, please visit the Facebook page of our neighboring podcast, the Sports for Beginners podcast Facebook page to be exact. I'm so excited to begin this journey with you, and I hope you hockey fans, old, new, fan or no fan are ready to join me on this journey as well that's on the ice and behind the benches with your host thomas mcgregor myself every tuesdays on all of your favorite podcasting platforms including spotify and if you want early access to early episodes of the podcast upload you can visit anchor.fm as soon as the episode has already been uploaded onto your favorite podcasting platform should there be any delays to its launch that's anchor.fm for early access on on the ice and behind the benches episodes before they hit your platform we are currently available on spotify and air episodes every tuesday We've got post-game reaction content now, but I am excited to join the, have you join me on this journey, so don't miss it. And remember, on this podcast, nobody gets icing. Welcome back to Voice for Beginners, the podcast. This part of the opening segment slash middle segment will feature final highlights from Toronto versus Philadelphia, plus media availability from Mitch Marner, Michael Bunting, Elia Samsona, William Nylander, and Morgan Frost, as well as Joel Faraby. The final moments of our scoring summary. The top performer of the game. And, of course, we've got the three stars of the game. As you probably already heard, 
in one of our introductions. An introduction included in this recording is the stake of the game, which will bring us into our final segment. With that being said, let's bring you back into Scott McGregor in the studio. Merry Christmas, everybody. We're back with more post game in 2023. But let's keep you on the heels with this show. It's the Maple Leafs and the Flyers post game show. We continue right now. Santa Bay, Santa Tell Me is bringing us back into the show. Back into the show. Welcome back, everybody. That's Ariana Grande, Santa Tell Me, bringing us back into the show. Welcome, everybody, into the Christmas. Welcome into the after, or sorry, Eve of Christmas Eve post game show. It is the Maple Leafs. And the Maple Leafs and the Flyers. We've got some more to get. We've got some more highlights to get to. So let's go ahead and get to those highlights. So let's go and get to those highlights. Because we've also got Mitch Marner, Michael Bunting, Ilya Samsonov, Willie Nylander to hear from. And you probably didn't hear it already. So we're going to do the three stars of the game right after the highlights run out of here. And as we and as we actually get set up to do that, I'm actually just going to bring that up here so that we're good to go to bring you the introductions. So we are going to be bringing you introductions on now videos so that we don't waste any we don't waste a lot of time. Not that we do, but regardless, this this podcast could become visual at any time. Speaking of which, there's some news on on the ice and behind the benches that I revealed that I'm sure you do not want to miss. And it will also be revealed on that episode when it hits our feed, if it does hit our feed of podcasts, so make sure you tune in, because you definitely don't want to miss what I have in store for you. You definitely don't want to miss what I have in store for you. You don't want to miss it. So we are currently trying to get you the three stars introduction. And as we try to get you that, I'm pleased tell you I'm pleased to tell you that 
we will be having a visual podcast coming your way. So please stay tuned. It may not be this podcast, but it will be coming your way in the new year, and I will be hosting it. Okay. Here we go. Here we go, fans. Here we go. Three stars are on the way. But here we go. Let's get you back to... Let's get you back to highlights. And I know it's taken a while here, but let's get you back to highlights and wrap up. As we... Continue here on our opening segment. Here come the Flyers back in. Owen Tippett cutting to the net. And Samsonov down trying to cover. And they get a whistle. Here's the power move to the outside. Tippett coming off a good game. His last one with a pair of goals. Collapsing. Justin Hall hands it off to Matthews. Into the free Matthews. Into the skeets of Nylander. Back to the line. Hall. In deep, a summary pass. Beckett scores! Number 20 of the year for William Nylander. The Matthews line makes a full change, and this line's got something going again. Short passes, side to side, in the middle, and then the hands. Quick hand to William Nylander. And that's goal number 20 for William Nylander. You look at the kind of year he's having, the consistency he's having, winning the puck battle, quick hands in front. The last time these two teams met, only Tate, Thompson, Connor McDavid, and Jason Robertson score goals, and Flyers get one back. What a play by Morgan Frost, so he'll celebrate a goal here in his hometown. As he gets the Flyers back within two. Now got a three-game streak going. He scored three goals in his last three. The whole way, you look in that pass, and he just is an area pass. It's Frost using his speed to get around D'Angelo with just a perfect area pass to get there, and Frost puts it. Gets past Brody. Quick little release. Oh, the five-hole opened up. Sorry, that was Kerfoot on the back check. Ends up back on the stick of the veteran defenseman. That hit the back of the linesman, Mark Shuchek. Here comes the Flyers. It's Faraby scores! And Philadelphia has been within one, and it might be a wild next-gen finish. For a lot of this period, but it's the puck battle in the neutral zone. Quick little support passes here. And this one is one you can see the reaction of Samsonov. He kind of lost his balance, shuffling as Farabee takes it to the outside. Giordano can't get there. And another one between the legs. Farabee able to pump a slump for Stoli 12 for him. Another chance. Open net, and Farabee missed the wide open net. 
slams his stick in frustration, and Samsonov kicks away another shot. Matthews got his stick in there and maybe affected it a bit, but see how far he had to reach back? Yeah, stick on stick, so he wasn't able to turn it at the last second, and another good example. Here comes Travis Konecki and the goaltender leaving the net. Samsonov across with a stop there. Here, here, here's the one good play going across. They'll keep it along the boards. Ten seconds to go. Now it's loose for Hayes and Konecki. And the shot from up top from D'Angelo. Back to Hayes one more time. And Konecki breaks his stick at the horn. And the Leafs are going to win it. And the Leafs are going to win it. And they did. They did. So with that being said, there is the final score of the Toronto Maple Leafs and the Philadelphia Flyers. Let's get down to some of the media stuff. But before we do that, as we wrap up our opening segment, we're going to get to three stars in a moment. But let's wrap up our game scoring summary. Kale Jarnak gets a goal in this game. 16.50 to go in the second period. Sixth of the season for him. Congratulations there. Mitch Marner, 27th assist of the season for him. Pierre Engvall. Assist of the season for him. And that's at 1650. That put that put the Leafs on the board and it tied the game. And then on the power play, Mitch Marner, Mitchell Marner makes his gets his makes his presence known with his 13 and gets his 13th goal of the season. At 1923, John Tavares with his 17th assist of the season. William Nylander, 18th assist of the season on the power play. It's 2-1 Leafs after 40 minutes. Michael Bunting scores a goal 33 seconds into the third period for his ninth of the season. Matthews on the assist, 22nd assist for Matthews. William Nylander, his 19th assist of the season. Speaking of Willie, he gets on the score sheet at 11th minutes and 39 seconds into the game with his 20th of the season Mark Giordano ninth assist of the season third assist for Justin Hole Hole Morgan Frost 12 minutes and one second in makes makes quick work of the game to try and get the Flyers back in it he gets one back with his seventh goal of the season, Tony D'Angelo, 11th assist of the season. Travis Konechny, 15th assist of the season. And a man we're going to start hearing from after we're done with the three stars. And before we hear from the Maple Leafs, Joel Fer- Joel Faraby, sixth goal of the season at 13.24. Travis Konechny, 16th assist of the season on... On that goal at 1324. In the penalty summary, William Nylander went for hooking at 335 into the first period. Nicholas Dolarius went at 1834 
for holding the stick. Two minutes. In the second period, 6.42 to go. Travis Konechny gets called for roughing. Jordy Ben also at that time getting called for roughing at 6.42. So both penalties go to Toronto and Philadelphia. Morgan Frost, another man we are going to hear from in moments at 8.57 to go in the second period. He goes for interference. Giordano goes at 10.51 for tripping. Joel Farabee will be, go- will be heading to the box for holding the stick at 14.47. And Rasmus Ristolainen goes at 19.10. For holding the stick. In the third, we got a couple of Maple Leaf penalties before Joel Therby went to the box at 19.14 for roughing. Jordy Ben goes to the box at seven at seven minutes and twenty-one seconds into the third period for interference. A holding penalty to Mark Giordano at 8.20 in the third. And Tom and Timothy Lindgren. Goes to the bench at 1850 before the Joel Farabee penalty at eight at 1914. He goes for interference. And the Joel Farabee penalty, as I mentioned already, is roughing. And with that, it is time. It is time. Now to give you the three stars of tonight's game. We're also going to give you the top performer of the game, the stars of the game, which are the players of the game. But right now, let's give you, as we get you, as we bring it back to that in just a moment, let's give you the three stars of the game. It's time for the three stars of tonight's contest. Once again, back to the Sports for Beginners studio with your host, Scott McGregor. Welcome. All right, everybody. Welcome back into the studio. Welcome back into the studio. I'm just getting this set up here. But while I set that up, I'm just going to take my screen off for a moment. That is the three stars. We're going to get to them in a moment. But also coming up in this show, middle slash opening segment of this show, because we're actually wrapping up the middle, the opening segment here. It's the shake of the game. That is coming up in just a moment. But before we get to the shake of the game, let me just share my screen again. And we are going to bring you now the three stars of this hockey game. So... Your third star of the game with one goal, one assist, uh, no assist, plus two, 17 minutes and three seconds of ice t- of total ice time. Number 58 from the Toronto Maple Leafs, Michael Bunting. Your second star with one goal, one assist, plus one, and minutes played of 23. 23- 23 minutes and 27 seconds on the ice total. Number 16, Mitch Marner. And your third star 
or sorry, and your first star rather is number 88 with one goal, two assists, plus he is plus two and had 19 minutes and 46 total ice time and 46 seconds of total ice time. Number 88, William Nylander. So there you have it. There they are. There is your three stars of the game. The winning goaltender is Ilya Samsonov. With this win, Ilya is now 10 and 3 on the year. Carter Hart is now 10 and 10 and 6 with a with a loss. And the game winning goal goes to the first star of the game, William Nylander. So with that, before we get down to the stars of the game and the top performer of the game, let's let's hand it over to Philadelphia to hear from, we're going to start by hearing from Joel Therby. So Joel Therby? You have the floor. And we are going to actually hear, even though we aren't going to hear a lot of the Maple Leafs, we are going to hear the full stuff from Joel Faraby, as well as Morgan Frost. And so without further ado, let's hear what Faraby had to say after the game. Here he is. You've got the floor, Faraby. Been looking for a goal for a while, trying to result you wanted, but the result you wanted, but you've been looking for a goal for a while, trying to keep it simple. How important was it for your own confidence to get that tonight? Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, it doesn't really mean much. You, I'd rather not score the rest of the year and win every game than score every game and lose. So, um, it's definitely a little frustrating. I thought we gave a good effort. Just a couple, couple mistakes hurt us, but. Um, yeah, it doesn't really mean much when uh, you don't win the game. You mentioned you were trying to get back to being simple. How was that a part of that? Um, yeah, I mean, a uh, really good play by TK, honestly. I just uh, you know, tried to cut and then uh, just you know, throw it at his feet. Uh, maybe a little lucky with how it slipped in, but uh, yeah, really, really good play uh, by our defense and TK uh, to get that one to me. How big was Carter Hart in giving you guys that chance? Yeah, he's been uh, he's been great all year. Uh, he's done everything we've asked of him, and uh, you know he, he's someone that when when he's in the net, we have a ton of confidence playing in front of him. So um, yeah, he's been awesome. What do you think was the difference maker in the end? Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I think just just a couple a couple bad mistakes, uh, you know, myself included. I think we turned over the puck a little too much in the neutral zone, especially in that second period. Just gave them gave them a lot of confidence with the puck, and um, you know when when. With the roster they have, they have a ton of good players, so you can't can't be turning over the puck like that. And um, yeah, just uh, you just try to limit them. But um, you know, I feel like that that second period they really, uh, you know, I feel like the first we came out and you know, we kind of set the pace and everything like that, and then it kind of flipped in the second. Do you think that's get the result you're looking for coming back in the third period, getting those two goals, showing that resili- resiliency? Is that something to build off going forward and kind of coming back and just building on your games? Uh, yeah, I mean, for sure. I mean, I, I think all year you, you look at our group, we, we've never quit. We've never just packed it in and said, we'll move on to the next one, I think. So uh, a lot of credit to the players in the room. You know, we, we're, we're a group that, uh, you know, we, we know we have to play a full 60 every night to give ourselves a chance. And, um, you know, even when we're down three in the third to, to get within one, uh, yeah, it definitely, definitely gives you a little confidence. But, 
Um, you, know, you definitely don't want to be uh, in that situation every game. So there you have it. There is Joel Therabee, Morgan Frost coming up. But before we get to Morgan, before we get to Morgan Frost, we are going to hear now from Toronto before we get to them. Before we get to the Toronto Maple Leafs, though, let's give you the player of the stars of the game. And we're going to give you the, we're also going to give you the, <clears throat> we are going to give you the the top performers of the game and speaking of that let's start let's start with that so the top performer of the game for me uh, i'm gonna give it to tony d'angelo one goal for him one assist plus one three shots on goal for tony d'angelo no penalty minutes for him one hit no block in this game no blocks in this game for him. 22 minutes and 46 seconds of total ice time. He did give the puck away once, but he did not take it away. So before we get down to the, the player, the star of the game that I'm going to give, and it's going to be a little bit of a pick-me-up one for the Philadelphia Flyers, we're going to give it to, we're going to give our top performer of the game for the Toronto Maple Leafs. To Michael Bunting. One goal in the game for Bunting. No assist in this game for Bunting. He was plus two, had three shots on goal. No penalty minutes for him. One hit in the game, no blocks. 17 minutes. He was on the ice for 17 minutes and three seconds. Did not give the puck away and he did not take it away. For the Toronto Maple Leafs, the star of the hockey game, for me, and you can tell me who your stars of the game, who your star of the game would be, but I'm going to give it to the goaltender here, Ilya Samsonov, for the for the Toronto Maple Leafs, for the Toronto Maple Leafs. He gave it, he gave it, he gave three goals up, but he made 16 saves on 19 shots for a save percentage of 842 842 he played 58 minutes for the Philadelphia Flyers it's a pick me up one and i'm going to give it to Scott Lothington no goals in the game for Lothington minus 1 no assist for him uh no shots on goal for Lothington no penalty minutes, which that's okay. He hit he hit four Maple Leafs and had two blocks in the game. Played 16 minutes and 30 seconds on the ice. And he gave the puck. He did not give the puck away, nor did he take it away. 
All righty, the top performers and the stars of the game are in the books. So let's hear now from Mitch Barner and Michael Bunting. We'll hear from Michael Bunting and Mitch Barner. And since we're still working here on our middle segment, now that we've wrapped up the now that we have wrapped up the opening segment of the show, since we're still here, we are going to we are going to hear uh, the introduction for the shake of the game. But first, Mitch Barner, Michael Bunting, and then of course, or and then before we get to Ilya Samsonov and William Nylander, who we'll have to hear from later. We are going to hear the shake of the game introduction, and I'm going to give you the shake of the game. And then we will hear, before we hear from Elias Samsonov and William Nylander, we will hear from the man, the man himself, Morgan Frost. We are just going to make sure that that's set up. That is all set up. Okay, there we go. It's all set up. And with that being said, Mitchie of the of the Toronto Maple Leafs, you have the floor. <laughs> you kind of like those uh, these, these afternoon games. Yeah, yeah it's always fun. Um, building's always rocking. Our kids really enjoy it, um, especially when they get to take some time off school. So. Um, it's always fun to play in the afternoon too. It kind of reminds me of you know, playing back in the NHL. And, uh, nice two o'clock's nice. I wish we had more of them to be honest. How do you feel after that game? The team's basically uh, position hitting on Christmas. Yeah, I'm um, good. Obviously, got away from us a little bit there in the third, but um, you know we just you know we did wrong there. A couple turnovers, the neutral zone, a couple bad bounces. Uh, we just got to make sure we keep our uh, format. Um, you know, that, uh, I think it was that third one. It was unfortunate. It went off the ref, and then you know, a quick turnaround. But um, we did a really good job all night of really, you know, playing our game through the neutral zone and not giving up a whole lot. Okay, so what did you see in the five on three when you held on to the puck and the curl layers or something? Yeah, so I had time with it. Um, tried to find one of our D-men with uh, some time as well. And, um, you know, found Holly there. And Holly was oh, sorry about that. Tommy and, you know, we want to try and kill that off as much as we can with the puck in our hands. So uh, probably doesn't happen that often, but uh, it was good to get a couple seconds off there. Obvious question, but uh, good to go into Christmas. A bit of a winning run here. Yeah, it's always good, um, especially when your last one you win. Um, you want to go into uh, Christmas with uh, a win under your belts. Um, you know, it's all about uh, enjoying your family, enjoying your time with uh, friends and family, and you know, having a great time with one another. You guys getting more comfortable with that five-forward power play? Agent? I think so. Um, you know, I think that kills. A lot trickier than people think. Um, they got four guys out there that are really willing to sell out uh, with their bodies, taking a lot of lanes, making it hard to get shots through, and kind of just sitting for tight. That you know, if you got to beat them, you got to beat them with those tips, or you know, every once in a while you get a shot through up top. So um, for us, I think we got better there throughout. I'm just trying to find the lanes, but um, you know, it's tricky playing that kill when they just kind of sit there and, and don't want to let anything through them. But um, it's good by us to just stick with it and, and do what we do. But take the win the break. Yeah, um, yeah, they made a little push there, 
I thought we responded pretty well um, and shut it down, and we got the two points. So uh, enjoy the break with our family and look forward to uh, after and get it going again. Was your goal an example of just how good a scorer Austin is? Maybe he's almost as good a passer? Yeah, it was a great play. Uh, that whole sequence, I thought, you know, we were part on the four check, switching sides, and then things open up, and Willie made a great play to him. And yeah, Maddie could have even shot that, but he saw me and yeah. I had an easy tap in. So that was a great play by both of them. You had an excellent year last year, obviously, but this really when you're on here in the last, I don't know, is this as good as you've been playing? Yeah, I'm feeling good about my game. I think I'm um, playing, uh, you know, just sticking to my game, getting to the, the dirty areas, going to the net, um, be reliable on the defensive side of the, the puck, and then offense will come with that. So um, right now, I think our line is playing really well together. We're, we're enjoying it out there, and um, we want to you know, keep it going after the, the holidays here. Both you and Mitch grew up in Toronto. Can you put yourselves in the seats that both of the little kids are today watching the game? Yeah, that's definitely uh, pretty cool. Um, all right, so we're going to stop Michael Bunting there for just a moment and move on. Uh, we're going to get to Ilya Samsonov and, of course, William Nylander in moments. Uh, you can hear the remainder of Michael Bunting's... Uh, Michael Bunting... Michael Bunting is uh, post-game reaction in a little bit. Uh, or just go to the Toronto Maple Leafs YouTube channel. The link it will be in the description of this video, or of this show, rather. And uh, with that, we're going to get to Morgan Frost. But breaking news, breaking news that I think we should get to. The Jacksonville Jaguars are in the postseason with a victory over with a victory over the New York Jets. So, you know what? Let's go while we were while we're doing this post game, let's give it let's give it a little look, shall we? I just got this notification from Ali Musa, our co-host of uh, or and host of All Over the Map that uh, uh, I'm going to get back to him in a little bit when we're done with this show. So, Ali, shout out to you if you're listening to this. I, I did just read your message, or I did just listen to your message as we've been recording this podcast. But you know what? You gave me an idea. So we're going to give you highlights from the football game. Let's give you some, let's give you, let's give you the highlights from this football game. So here we go. Here are the highlights from Jacksonville versus New York. And we will get to Morgan Frost. But I feel we had some breaking news in there. So you know what? Let's give you some highlights from the Jacksonville Jaguar game. We're going to at least give you the first half. But my goodness, Jacksonville in the playoffs? How could it be so? Well, they beat the Jet. Well, they beat the Jets, and as a result, they have things going their way, and they're in. They are in the playoffs. They are in the postseason. So the Jags are not done playing football yet. Here we go. Barring this quick ad, barring these quick ads, here we go. 
we're going to give you what went down between the New York Jets and the Jacksonville Jaguars. And while we actually do that, let's let's hear from Morgan Frost. Let's hear from Morgan Frost as we await. You know what? We're at, yeah, let's actually hear from Morgan as we await the Jaguars highlights to come available. And actually, they are going to become available very, very shortly. So we're just going to get ready. And here we go. And here we go. Here's what went down from New York in in the NFL on Thursday night. Lawrence with his first pass of the night, but won't get it off. The ball is now out. Brad Allen is there to signal. They call it a fumble. Jacksonville thinks they've retained possession, but Allen says, no, it's the Jets' ball. And that's Quinnen Williams. Comfortable. He needs a good start tonight. Keep it on the ground. Knight to the outside, forced out of bounds. Third and five. Under pressure, and down he goes. Coming in almost untouched. Andre Sisko with the sack. It's crazy tonight. And that kick is just good. Let's see what he sent in. Play fake, and then the pass is caught here. And Ingram. They don't go Gardner's way at all. And meanwhile, big hole here. And he almost lost the ball, but takes it to the 20-yard line. Lawrence to the outside. Too deep. 32-yard attempt, and as we say, nothing's going to be easy tonight. Third down and seven. And that pass is caught. First down and a lot more here. Tyler Conklin. So Wilson starts one out of three for 27 yards. That pass to Conklin. Chase still backing up, and finally just has to fling that one away. Lawrence fires to the outside. Defender falls down. Quick throw and another first down. Final minute of the quarter. Game tied at three. Second and ten. Lawrence throws and that is caught for another first down. Drive started back at the four. Got to 38 in the waning seconds. Lawrence. A lot of room to roam, and Trevor Lawrence in Tennessee comes to Jacksonville at the end. ETN inside the five has a first down, tackled at the two-yard line. And again, that Walker Little taking over that left tackle with the block there. Meanwhile, the one of the third down and goal from inside the one. Diving, the ball comes out, but he was over the line. He had possession as he crossed the goal line. So it is a touchdown. Rolling, keeps his eyes downfield, completes it, and picking up the first down with a nice little move to the inside. 
Old Jets mark. First and 15 now. Play action. Deep drop. To the near side. That's caught here by Knight. Might get some before the night is done. Michael Carter now in the backfield. Third and 21. Little dump off here. And getting into seven minutes to halftime. Lawrence keeping it. First down. Huge disparity in place. Time of possession. Yardage. Quick throw to the outside here. Ingram breaking tackles. And the one-time giant. Five wide on third and ten. Kirk. Christian Kirk. Comes up about. This direction we're missing a lot. In warm-ups tonight, but not this time. So uh, humble and gracious with his time and, you know, always giving back. Uh, he'll be missed by so many. Wilson on first down, under pressure, he's going to get sacked. Major pressure that time. Roy Robertson Harris. Only the 17th play they've run. Jacksonville run, has run 36. Catches made. They have five running plays for four yards in his first half. Mm. Quick throw. Catch made. But Jacksonville will take it right to halftime. And they don't get the stop. And ETN makes the catch and takes it all the way to the New York 35-yard line. And the clock stops. ETN, who is in motion, makes the catch. And he's going to pick up the first down. Or close. Nope. They're going to mark it a little bit short. Bring the field goal unit out from the 34. So a 44-yard attempt for Riley Patterson. And that kick, no good. Wide to the left. A bunch of three receivers to the right. Wilson back to throw. Clock is it. Buying a lap. All right. So we're going to bring you back the highlights in just a moment. You know what? Actually, yeah, let's bring them back in just a moment here. So let's hear from Morgan Frost, and we'll bring it back the highlights of Jacksonville's game. But Jacksonville, correct correction, let me just correct it there. Correction, uh, the Jacksonville Jaguars are in control of their own destiny. It looks like they're in the in they're in the playoffs, but they are in control of their own postseason dynasty. Uh postseason destiny, sorry. All right, here we go. Two ads to get to, so let's hear from Morgan Frost. It's really special for me. I mean, uh, a lot of a lot of memories for me here, and um, you know, I think I had the one last year, so I kind of got that that first one out of the way. But uh, I think every time I come here, I'm gonna get the same feeling. So uh, maybe it gives a little extra motivation and. Uh, I was pretty nervous before the game still, which I haven't been for, for a little while. So. Did it help that you were able to get one tonight? Yeah, I mean, uh, a, win, a win would be better for sure. Um, but kudos to Tony. That was a unbelievable pass for him to see me. And then, uh, just, yeah, put it five-fold, basically. Oh, sorry, that's two goals in two games for you, Morgan. Do you feel the uh, confidence of just consistency kind of building in your game as we go along here throughout the season? Uh, yeah, I think so. I think I'm probably playing my, my best hockey right now. And, 
Um, you know, I think the team's playing well too. We're, we're kind of in every game. It's just uh, you know can't seem to wait, can't seem to find a way to uh, finish it off. But um, yeah, I think I feel probably the best of our adult and pro career right now. So hopefully, keep it going. Speaking of Tony, how big is it for the power play to get on the board after you know, been struggling so much? Yeah, uh, that was that was a great play by those guys and. Uh, I mean, at the end of the day, we had some big ones at the end of the game, and uh, especially the five-on-three, that was that was pretty bad. So, uh, you know, obviously put one in, but I don't think we're going to be too happy watching the video on the other ones. Yeah, I think that killed us a little, right? Like their uh, their power play is, is obviously really special. So, um, you know, you can't. I thought we were playing a really good game up until that, that part in the second period and you know, take a couple penalties, myself included, and, uh, you know, give the momentum back to them. And, uh, you know, you give those guys enough chances, eventually they're going to they're gonna make something happen. So, um, yeah, going to stay in the box. There is Morgan Frost. So, you know what? Before we now get to the Maple Leafs, who we only have left to hear from, as we're getting to our shake of the game, Let's watch the re let's watch I just thought of it. Let's run let's watch the remainder of these highlights from Jacksonville and New York. And just a quick correction, the Jacksonville Jaguars, it looks like they are in the playoffs, but they're in control of their own playoff dynasty, according to CBS Sports. So are they in the playoffs? Not quite yet, but they're in control of their playoff destiny. So that is pretty safe to say to me that they are coming, that they are going to be coming for that Lombardi trophy. So Buffalo Bills fans, we may actually revisit the these highlights in a little bit during our Bills and Bears post-game show coming to you live on Christmas Eve after the game goes final. So stay tuned for that. It should be a good one tomorrow, Christmas Eve. So with that, let's continue with some highlights. And if we hit an ad, we will bring you more. We will bring you the rest of the Maple Leaf media availability. Half by half, we actually brought you a lot of Michael Bunt of Mitch Marner. So we'll bring you, so we'll bring you the rest of William Nylander and Ilya Samsonov. Ilya leading it off. And you can check out Michael Bunting's final moments of his post-game show by going to the YouTube channel that will be linked in the description for Toronto Maple Leaf fans who did not hear the full thing. With that, let's get you back to highlights and back out to New York so we can wrap up what we caught as some breaking news during this segment. Heroes, and that'll be picked off. So that'll look good on the stat sheet. Lloyd, he's going <laughs> to lateral it. We've seen this all weekend long to Andre Sisco. He's in a new offense. He's making quicker decisions like that. Second and seven catches made. That's how big of a win that was yeah. for him and his team. So improbable, down by 17, force overtime. Second year of five with the Eagles from the 46-yard line. Lawrence throws, caught, first down, and a lot more as the catch is made by Evan Ingram. 
mark of the third quarter on a third down and 18. Quick throw to the outside here. Agnew makes the catch. Three defensive players plus a special teams player going to the Pro Bowl. And this kick is good by Riley Patterson. Keeps it again. Little dump pass. And the crowd finally has something to cheer about. Jets with their first first down of this half. Only the fourth in the game. Shreveler has an open man and he hits him even though the pass was a little bit short at the 43-yard line. Gets it to C.J. Uzama. Second down and 23. Streveler. Going to run it. Meanwhile, start the fourth quarter with a third and nine. And Streveler, who's provided a spark. There he goes for a first down. Really, you're executing it pretty well here. Totally. Pass is dropped. Oh, it's right in the hands of Corey Davis. Can the magic continue? The running back is Ty Johnson. Streveler throwing and going down to the ground and holding it in. And forward progress will get Wilson the first down. Garrett Wilson. Streveler hands the ball off, and it's going to be a fourth down play coming up. Streveler throws, and it's incomplete. Provided a spark on that drive, which comes to a halt to the third team. And now Lawrence takes over and throws to the open man. Once again, getting a rest at least on this play. Second and one. Lawrence chased out of the pocket. Seeks the sideline. Lead his team to a victory that night with his, using his legs. Third and seven, the deep drop, the throw along the sideline. Because of the recognition of defense. Pass is caught, third and six. Pump fake, scrambles away, throws against the grain, incomplete. Can he keep the drive alive? He throws, that is caught, but backing up and Elijah Moore completed five of nine for 53 yards. It's fourth down and two, throwing, caught. And the ball then comes out. They had the first down and more. And the next thing you know, it's a turnover. Trey Herndon comes away. Wow, wow. Can I just say one thing here? I, I know we've got like 410 left in highlights in, in this fourth quarter and things like that are happening. But can I just say one thing? What the absolute heck were you thinking? Watch this. Watch this. Watch this, everybody. Watch this. So he's going to throw. So this is a throw from the Jets quarterback that you've been hearing about. And watch what happens here with his receiver. There, there he's got the ball. And now watch what he does. He's still got that first down, flips it up. Oh, thank you. Says New York, says the, says, says the Jaguar defender, and he's going to take it. 
past that first down marker, back into the other side, and here we go. Now the Jaguars have possession. What was that New York? What was New York thinking there? He should have just come down. He should have just came down with the ball and left the end of the play. Instead, he flips it up, trying to lateral, and it ends up in a bad case. Wow. That's just interesting to me. That's just so. You know, it's a turnover. Trey Herndon comes over. Yeah, next thing you know, it's a turnover. Away with it. After Garrett Wilson could not what hold it in. What were you thinking? Fake. Chase. Look out. Lawrence avoids the sack, gets it away, and it's incomplete. And he tries to make it 19. Whoa, 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 whoa. Okay, okay. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I know we're in the field goal range, but I want to go back to this play here after the turnover. Watch this. Watch this. Watch what watch Laura. Watch Lawrence come out here. Watch him. Bang. Bang. He's gonna get away from pressure here. Almost had him. Pressure coming. Gonna sack him. And there's nobody there. I mean, it's good on your part, Laura. It's good on your part, Trey Lawrence, that you're able to throw it away. That you're able to throw it away. But my goodness, I mean, the Jets were coming, and they were coming fierce. They were coming fierce. This is definitely something that I'd love to get our co-host, Ali and Thomas's thoughts on. If we can get them on our show at some point. I know we're on hiatus, but I'm still doing a post-game show here. But you know what? Like that's just something that I kind of want to get their 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 thoughts on. Like, wow, great 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 play call there by the by the Jaguars. But I know you want, but I know ideally you're thinking. I kind of want to. I kind of want a reception, not an incompletion. In this case, the pressure was coming, and he gets it out. It's incomplete. It goes down to fourth down and five, and that's where we see what we're seeing right now on the screen of field goals coming up. But my goodness, I mean, good, good on your part there, Trey. But my goodness, that could have been that could have been ugly. And he tries to make it 19-3, which he does. Traveler dancing throws on the run second and two and that's caught the endings of last week were as crazy as they as, as they get especially you know the Raider game I don't have to tell you I don't have to tell the Raiders anyway here's Traveler who would have thought that at the beginning of the year nobody Fourth and six. And that is incomplete. Threw into double coverage there intended for Wilson. Find that 11th doctor and he'll be cleared to play. <laughs> well, that's going to wrap this one up. The Jaguars have now won three in a row. Two straight on the road after they, they were one in 22 in their last 23 road games until they beat Tennessee. And now they do it again. Two straight road wins for the first time.
in five seasons. Congratulations to the Jaguars on that accomplishment. Two straight road wins for the first time in five straight seasons. All right, here we go. Gilia Samsonov and William Nylander. At this point, we're going to do the shake of the game before we get to them. I know I promised you them, but we're going to get to the shake of the game before we do that. So here we go. Here is our shake of the game segment. As we get you ready. As we get you ready. For our shake of the game. I'm just going to put it up here on this for a moment. Okay, so now we're going to disarm that share. and gonna, Oh, that unshared the screen there. Okay, so I apologize if you can't see me. But let's hear now our quick introduction to the shake of the game. Show bringing us into the bringing us into this segment. Into this part of the of the middle segment. The shake of the game is inspired by number 59 of your Pittsburgh Penguins, Jake Gensel and his Milkshake Factory ad. Remember, Pittsburgh Penguins fans, whenever Jake scores, despite the outcome of the hockey game, you receive half of Jake the Shake at the Milkshake Factory at your local Pittsburgh Penguins at Milkshake Factory dealers the day after the game. Just mention this offer at checkout. And keep your eyes on the puck during every Penguins game, because when Jake scores, next day, you receive half off Jake the Shake at the Milkshake Factory. Now, back to the Sports for Beginners podcast studio. Here is your host, Scott McGregor. And with that, let's bring you back here. Let's bring you back here for our. And with that, let's bring it back in for our. For our shake of the game. And the shake of the game recipient for the for the hockey game. For the pits. For the Philadelphia Flyers, I almost said Pittsburgh Penguins, but we're talking Philadelphia Flyers. It's going to go to Morgan Frost. One goal in the game for Morgan. No assists in this game. Plus, he was plus two. Three shots on goal for Morgan. Two penalty minutes for him. One hit in the game. No block for Morgan in this game. He was on the ice for 18 minutes and 52 seconds. Three shots, three giveaways by him, but he did take the puck away once. All righty. To wrap us up here on our middle segment that is now turned from our opening segment to our middle segment and wrapping us up here, because we're actually going to hear Ilya Samsonov William Nylander, in the final segment, as we get you set up for what's coming up for the Flyers and the for the Flyers and the Leafs, we are going to now give you the shake of the game recipient 
for the Toronto Maple Leafs. And that's going to be Cal Jaranak. Sorry if I get the name wrong, Jaranak. But you have one goal in this game. What you were plus one, you did not have an assist in this game. One shot on goal for you. No penalty minutes. One hit for Jaranak. No blocks. 11 minutes and 12 seconds was the total ice time for Jaranak. No giveaways and no takeaways. All righty. With that being said, here to take us out, we're back to some music. And with it being the holiday season and, and us so close to, and us so close to this man coming Coming down the chidney. Like he's practically coming down the chidney. He's practically coming down the chidney. Tomorrow evening at 12 a.m. in the morning. At 12 in the morning. So you better watch out. You better not cry. You better not pout. It is taking us out to get it before we get you set up for our on the ice and behind the benches presentation. You better watch out. You better not cry. You better not pout. I'm telling you why. Here is Mariah Carey. Santa Claus is coming to town. Kicking, taking us out, barring these ads. Elia Samsonov, William Nylander, all of their post game reaction is on the way next. Plus, the look ahead and game pucks of the game, and getting, and we're getting you set up for the Penguins. For Penguins and Hurricanes post-game show on the ice special edition with your host and our co-host, Thomas McGregor. I'm out, everybody. I'm back to put a bow on this show in just about a mere moment. Here we go. You better watch out. You better not cry. You better not pout. I'm telling you why. Here we go. Here is the song to take us out. Mariah Carey, take us away.
Scott is back to break this show into a pretty little bow right after this with a look ahead to what's coming up for the Philadelphia Flyers and the Toronto Maple Leafs. Plus, Ilya Samsonov and William Nylander media availability from the Toronto Maple Leafs and the game pucks of the game. And then it's time for Scott to send you off to On the Ice and Behind the Benches, the podcast, the special presentation available of a crossover available right here on Sports for Beginners, the podcast, this feed. So you better watch out. You better not cry. You better not out. We're telling you why. Exactly. Scott's back in the studio right after this. Take us out. Let's get you back to the song now. Back up this. Merry Christmas, everybody. Excellent sports content from media and fan perspectives alike? Check out All Over the Map with me, Ali Musa, where we discuss anything and everything in the world of sports media and beyond. We will even feature non-sports broadcasters. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. To learn more, please visit HTTP colon slash slash alitechgroup.wordpress.com Welcome back to Toronto Maple Leafs and Philadelphia Flyers post-game show. It is the look-ahead time. It is media availability from William Nylander and Elias Samsuna. All coming up on this segment of Flyers and Maple Leafs post-game. Plus, the game pucks of the game. Also in this segment, we are getting you ready for Flyers versus Hurricane and Toronto's next opponent, as well as who's coming up for the Flyers. It all happened, but we send you back to this spot in the studio right after this drop. Up on the housetop, uh, up on the housetop, bringing us back into the studio here. Welcome back, everybody, 
to Sports for Beginners, the podcast. And in this segment, we've got the game pucks of the game, the look ahead for the Maple Leafs and the Flyers coming up. But this segment, we've got game pucks of the game coming up. Uh, let's get you set up with, as we welcome you back into the studio here, let's get you set up with the media, the media availability for William Nylander and Ilya Samsonov. I strictly apologize if I pause things as they go along. Uh, Mitch Marner, we got through all of his. You can see Michael Bunting, the rest of Michael Bunting's post-game reaction the next time that you're around. We've gone through Morgan Frost. We've gone through, we have gone through Joel Therabee. You can hear those post-games as well as Mitch Marner and, Michael Bunt, and half of Michael Bunting's post-game. In our middle segment, that was part of our opening segment where we hit where we did the shake of the game, and of course our three stars, as well as the top performer of the game and the stars of the game, the player of the game. Rather, we also had some breaking news as the Jacksonville Jaguars now control their own destiny, and they could, they could be on the verge. Of making the playoffs. Congratulations, though, to them for getting the victory over the over the New York Jets, their second of two road victories for the first time in five seasons since 2017. All right, a little bit more on that another show. Let's continue what we're doing here. It's time to hear from Ilya Samsonov and William Nylander. Ilya, take us away. We will talk to you. After we hear from Ilya Samsonov. And and William Nylander. I don't know, last, last couple of games here. Yeah. I got uh, eight goals. A little bit Christmas gift for me, yeah. <laughs> but it's okay, you know. Uh, we got a two, two points today. This is more important for us. And we'll get some smile tomorrow. We'll have a couple of days off. Uh, just enjoy it and stay with my family. A little bit, a little bit rest my mental, yeah. Was it difficult, was it difficult to stay focused when you went uh, like 40 minutes with just eight shots? It's a hard game. It's the hardest game for a goal, especially after Washington game. I need a... This is what I think, you know, maybe Philadelphia is... A little bit harder in the first period, you know, I come to the game back really quick, yeah. A little bit different. It's okay, this is hockey. I'm, I feel good sometimes. Sometimes we have bad days, yeah. It's, it's life. It's a little bit, I will be back um, 27, yeah. And uh, a little bit work with my mental on a Christmas break. I mean, like maybe fishing or something, yeah. And, uh, New energy, new power, yeah. How comfortable do you feel in Toronto with this team? You seem to fit right in. Oh, it's unbelievable. How I said after every game, I'm really like it, guys. I really enjoy playing in this building. I like it, fans. I guess a lot of support for me all the time. I not too too much using Instagram, yeah, but sometimes you see uh, how many comments you got, yeah, and uh, everybody says, Sammy, great win, yeah. It's, it's 
For a sweeper. You know, you tied a, a franchise record with nine straight wins to start a season at home. Well, you did. <laughs> it's a 55-year-old record. How, how, does, how does that feel? I'm, I don't know. I'm shocked. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm happy. Yeah. Just, but just a tight, tight, tight right now. Yeah. We'll see you next year. <laughs> so you're going to celebrate Christmas here with your family and your dog? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What kind of dog is it? Uh, King Charles Spaniel. It's small one. Yeah, he's banditas. banditas yeah. <laughs> What's his name? Ban his name Ruby. Ruby? Yeah, but he's banditas. He's doing oh, whatever he's want. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> he's crazy. <Yeah. laughs> Thanks. Before we get to William Nylander, breaking news! Breaking news alert! As just tweeted 48 minutes ago from Tim and Friends, the Jays have reportedly acquired outfielder and catcher Dalton Vashiro from the Arizona Diamondbacks for prospect Gabriel Moreno and outfielder Lourdes Gurriel Jr. Gabriel Moreno, by the way, is a is a catcher. But trade alert, trade alert, trade alert. So Blue Jays fans, this will be our question of our question that you can answer as you're listening to this podcast. But what do you think of the deal? And you could also find it by going to at Tim and Friends. At Tim and Friends, the Blue Jays reportedly have traded Gabriel Moreno and Lourdes Gurriel Jr. to the Arizona Diamondbacks for Dalton Vashiro. And seven minutes later, it's official. The Blue Jays tweeted out seven minutes later that the trade is indeed official and real. Lourdes Gurriel Jr. and Gabriel Moreno are no longer Blue Jays. Happy holidays. Enjoy the oh, hold on a second. Hold on a second. Hold on a second. Hold on a second. Gonna go back to William Nylander moment, William Nylander. But uh, just one moment there. Yes, the Blue Jays have made it official. So let it be known, Blue Jays fans. Lourdes Gurriel Jr. Lourdes Gurriel Jr. and the and Gabriel Moreno are no longer Toronto Blue Jays. Yes, you heard me correctly. The Blue Jays have since tweeted out 
that Lourdes Guriel Jr. and Gabriel Moreno are no longer Toronto Blue Jays. They are no longer Toronto Blue Jays. You heard me correctly. The Toronto Blue Jays have parted ways with Gabriel Marino and with Gabriel Marino and Lourdes Gruriel Jr. To find out more about the site, please go to at Blue Jays on Twitter. Welcome. First of all, as we continue here on the podcast, I want to welcome you, Dalton Vashiro, to the to the Toronto Blue Jays. I want to welcome you to the team i look forward to seeing what you what you have in store as a catcher and an outfielder and i want to wish gabriel marino our cat our former catcher and our former outfielder lourdes guriel jr good luck this season as mem- and what and and hopefully you guys do well as members of the Arizona Diamondbacks. All right, let's get back now to what we're covering here. Here is William Nylander after the game. Yeah, Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays. Enjoy the break. How's that game feel for you tonight? Yeah, I think uh came out kind of slow in the beginning, but then we uh, got going there, got the two Bengals on the power play there and started off uh, hot in the third so um, a little too exciting at the end but a uh, good way to head into the break. You've always been a goal scorer but you're at 20 already how's that feel? Yeah obviously uh feels pretty good just gotta keep going and uh, yeah keep shooting. How much does a, a winning streak versus a losing skit affect you when there is a holiday break? Like? Uh I mean regardless you get time to recharge and uh, and reset so uh, that's kind of what we're gonna do here uh our game's been playing well, so just take that positive momentum into the break and uh, come out hot uh, after. What's it like to have Samson on and off the ice? What difference does he bring to Yeah, he's unreal off the ice. Uh, love him, and uh, obviously his composure and stuff in that. So uh, he's made, made huge saves when he's been playing, and obviously had those back-to-back shutouts. So uh, it's been on fire, but. Is there anything different about your game this year that you think? Are you just bigger, stronger, faster, smarter, or like? I don't know, just trying to play the same way. Just trying to play uh, every game uh, as I can. You guys getting more comfortable with the five forward power play unit? Yeah, I think that's, uh, I mean, it took some time to get uh, adjusted to, but I think uh, it started clicking and we had a lot of chances uh, down the power play. And nice to get to. You always have to keep your eye on the back door, though, sometimes? Yeah, obviously, when, uh, I mean, not used to playing in the, I mean, Mitch does a great job back there playing the D, so uh, not too worried about it. You might have a list left 
All right, there we go. There is William Nylander. And with that, we bring a, we bring you the game pucks of the game segment before we get into our look ahead. But again, now actually, if you want to check out the, if you want to check out our, if you want to check out Tim and Friends, they are live right now with lots of talk with lots to talk about on a Friday. They are live right now. It's a big night in the sixth, as Mike Wilner just tweeted out. As we're recording this podcast, Mike Wilner just tweeted out. The big night in the sixth, a big trade for the bit for the Toronto Blue Jays, a big, big trade. Let us know in the Q&A that we're going to put out for you, for the fans here. This also will be added to our Facebook, to our Facebook page, as well as our, as well as our website. Let us know what you think about this trade. This will be up till past spring training, and then I may take the post down, but let us know what how are you feeling about it? Ben Nicholson-Smith is one of the guests on the lineup for Tim and Friends tonight. As well as the ES, as well as we'll talk some NBA and NFL. Mina Kims is an ESPN NFL reporter and she is, or and he or she is on the show. But there's a lot to talk about on Tim and Friends today. So make sure that you are subscribed to their podcast or listening live right now on Sportsnet. Because right now, they are live as we speak. They are live. They are live. Breaking it all down. They are live. All right, all right. <clears throat> so the game puck recipient of the game for the Philadelphia Flyers, I'm going to give it, as I as you probably had heard before, you know what, let's just do this here. I'm going to give this to, I'm going to give their game puck of the game as a look, I'm going to give it to Travis Konechny. No, no goals in the game for Konechny. Two assists in the game, plus one. Zero, zero penalty minutes, two blocks. Or sorry, sorry, zero, zero shots on goal, two penalty minutes, one, one hit, no blocks for Konechny. 22 minutes and 53 seconds was his total ice time. He gave he he did not give the puck up, but he took it away once. I'm gonna give now. And just a quick reminder here: Nick Sealer and Max Wilman and Felix Sandstorm not eligible to play in this game. They were scratched for the Flyers. Your game recipient. 
of the Toronto Maple Leafs Game Pucks recipient. We are going to give it to William Nylander. One goal in the game, two assists, plus two, five shots on goal, two penalty minutes for him, no hits, one block, 1946. This is total ice time. No giveaways, but two takeaways in this game. People scratched for this game for the Toronto Maple Leafs were Mark Hollowell, Drayden Hunt, and Wayne Simmons. All righty, that out of the way. First of all, congratulations to the congratulations to the Jacksonville Jaguars. They control their own destiny, and they could, or and they. And it looks like they could be playoff bound. More on that another time. But we're about to get you. We're about to send you off to on the ice and behind the benches for my conversation and my post and the post game show of the Carolina Hurricanes and the Pittsburgh Penguins. Speaking of whom. They go toe-to-toe with the Flyers at 7 p.m. tonight. You, you can watch it on Sportsnet now. Outside of the Christmas break, the Flyers are in San Jose to take on the Sharks at 10.30 on December the 29th. On New Year's Eve in Los Angeles, they take on the Flyers, take on the Kings at 4 p.m. January the 2nd, they go to battle against the Ducks, against the Ducks, against the Ducks at 10 p.m. in Anaheim. And then the Philadelphia Flyers are home on January 5th, a very special day. For me and the host of On the Ice and Behind the Benches. As they take on the Arizona Coyotes at 7. Speaking of January the 5th. That's a very special day for Thomas and I. And I'll have more on that maybe another time. But that's a very special day for both hosts. Me, your host of Sports for Beginners, the podcast. And your host of On the Ice and Behind the Benches and the podcast, Thomas McGregor. He is your host. Speaking of whom, we're going to get to him and our post game and our little post game chat before we give you our outro message and our outro music. And that being said, to take us to that point. We're going to unshare the screen in a moment so that I can put the song up. It is Mr. Grinch that will be taking us out. But before we get to him, for the Toronto Maple Leafs, they are on the holiday break right now. Because tomorrow at 12 p.m. East, at 12, sorry, 12 a.m. Eastern. Santa is coming to town. He's practically on his way 
after the Christmas break, the Maple Leafs open up their look ahead with a with a battle of the blue shirt as they battled the St. Louis Blues at 8 p.m. on Sportsnet on December 27th. At 9 p.m. on December 29th, a day after a day off, the Maple Leafs are in Arizona to battle to battle the Coyotes at 9 p.m. also on Sportsnet. These games are probably all three of these games are probably on TSN. And we begin with New Year's Eve, Maple Leaf fans. New Year's Eve. The Avalanche are hosting the Maple Leafs on New Year's Eve. And then we just talked about the St. Louis Blues. They're doing it all again in Toronto on January the 3rd at 7 p.m. And on that special day for Thomas and myself as as your hosts of Sports for Beginners, co-hosts for Sports for Beginners for Thomas. I am your host for that podcast, Scott McGregor. For Thomas, he is the host of On the Ice and Behind the Benches. And on his and my very special day, the Maple Leafs are home to take on the Seattle Kraken at 7 p.m. It'll be great. It'll be a great thing. So you've got so for me, you've got the Penguins. They will be in action on January the 5th. They are again, they are in a late game. One of the games we will be recapping on our podcast the next day after it goes final. That will be the 6th of January. As they go toe-to-toe against the Vegas Golden Knights. But before that. The Winter Classic is here. It's finally here. The Black and Gold Penguins versus the Black and Gold Bruins. It's practically here. And we've got the post-game show coming for you. Coming up. On January the 2nd, right after the game goes final. So stick around. And as we now get you get set to hand you over to Thomas and me, as we well, well, Thomas in particular on his podcast, but on this feed, we are gonna give you the penguins and the hurricanes post-game show on the way. You're a mean one. Is taking us out, Mr. Grinch. So taking us out. Once again, as I mentioned already, it is your mean one, Mr. Grinch. So So thank you so much for joining us. We look forward to seeing you next year. And we look forward to seeing you in 2023. A lot of news 
a lot of news to get to along the way. And we're going to be breaking it all down with you. I am your host, Scott McGregor. See you in the new year. With that being said, take us away, Grinch. Barring ad, we are going to get taken out by you're a mean one. So here we go. If you know the words, sing uh please sing, please feel free to sing along. And there's definitely some stuff on our post game where I did a crossover with Thomas that you'll definitely not want to miss. If you listen to this podcast, here we go. Ho ho ho! You're a mean one, Mr. Grinch. You really are a heel. You're as cuddly as a cactus. You're as charming as an eel, Mr. Grinch. You're a bad banana with a greasy black peel. You're a monster. Thank you for joining us on Toronto Maple Leafs and Philadelphia Flyers post-game show on on Sports for Beginners, the podcast. Coming up next, it's our post-game outro music and outro message. But before we leave you... There is a lot that you need to tune in for because keep it tuned to On the Ice and Behind the Benches on our podcast feed. It is the Penguins and the Hurricanes post-game show crossover special coming your way next. Scott is, Scott is back to give you a post-game reaction after the Winter Classic between the Penguins and the between the Penguins and the Bruins right after the game. So check it out. After the New Year. Happy New Year, everybody. Special on the ice and behind the benches. Post-game show with the Penguins and the Hurricanes, followed by our post-game outro music and outro message, coming up next. Your soul is an appalling dump heap, overflowing with the most disgraceful assortment of deplorable rubbish imaginable, mangled up in tangled up knots. You nauseate me, Mr. Grinch. With a nauseous super nos. You're a crooked jerky jockey and you drive a crooked horse, Mr. Grinch. You're a three-decker sauerkraut and toadstool sandwich. 
with arsenic sauce. Please stand by to On the Ice and Behind the Benches, the podcast, the neighboring podcast of Sports for Beginners, the podcast for the Pittsburgh Penguins and the Carolina Hurricanes round three post-game show featuring your host, Scott McGregor, and our co-host, Thomas McGregor, but host of On the Ice and Behind the Benches, as they talk about the Penguins' loss to the Hurricanes. It's all coming up, all on On the Ice and Behind the Benches, the podcast, when it comes out to you, so please stand by. In the meantime, enjoy our post-game outro music and outro message. Coming your way next. Thank you for tuning in to Sports for Beginners, the podcast with your host, Scott McGregor, for the post-game show slash pre-game show, which always comes before the post-game show. Now remember, fans, follow us on Facebook at our Facebook page, https colon slash slash www.facebook.com slash sports four beginners podcast send a message to anchor.fm slash scott mcgregor dash sports and follow scott at scott mcgregor three on twitter let us know what you think about the show a rating and a review would be nice but thank you once again for joining us on this podcast for the post-game show. And remember, before the puck drops, before they kick off, before they tip off, before they throw the first pitch, we bring to you the pre-game show on Sports for Beginners, the podcast. <laughs>